We are Super Bowl champs, and everyone hates Brady, and I don't really <laughs> care to do, 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 do. much. Burp. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. Hey, at least the Packers, they're like the number two team now, right? They like played the closest yeah. game to the Bucks. So, yeah. I'll take there it. There you go. Um, <laughs> hey, now you know what it's like to have uh, Brady in the NFC. It sucks, oh, right? Man. Oh, it's yeah, like, it does. It's like <laughs> the man just changes lives, coach. He's now, like, to be fair, Brady wasn't even our problem in that game. It was just the goddamn pass rush. Yeah, like, that was just it was, yeah, but it's and not, it was uh, see, that it was yeah. that in the Super Bowl too. The pass rush just got to Mahomes like over and over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, it, <laughs> the Bucks are a good team outside of Brady. Like it's it, it was it's the same kind of situation when uh, when Peyton went to Denver. Is like it really was a complete team that was missing QB. You know, yeah. and and T, and like Tampa Bay's like kind of like that. Like they they have, they have a really great defense and mm. an incredible offense. So, All right. I mean, look, I I will not sit here and try to try to rewrite history <laughs> yep. i did at some point during the season on this podcast say that i think that the experiment wasn't working because yep. i mean it was it was clear that something was not right in the in november especially mm. it, i mean it was bad it was like mm. it was real bad i mean there's you a know. quote here yeah i hate the saints i hate the saints fans and i hate new orleans and i hate <laughs> the bucks Victor <laughs> week nine to ten. I think well, that was I mean, after that, the blowout that, game. That doesn't sound like something I would say. <laughs> uh, but you know, I even I was proven wrong and underestimated the effect that Tom Brady has on a team and just an organization. And the refs, the the football <laughs> culture in general. <laughs> yeah, Love you it. know, I think that I, I think that with with everything that's that's happened over the season. I should be th this should be a major turning point in my attitude towards really any team that isn't doing too well. <laughs> yeah. It's like if they if they end up coming out with the right attitude and they have the right pieces put yeah. around in this in the in the best positions, it, they can they can absolutely turn around the team and on top of that not only succeed but win the freaking Super Bowl because I yeah. did not no I don't think anyone saw that coming and I even called us paper champions. But I guess we were actual champions because we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a. Uh, it actually is a good point because, like, back in, I mean, if you look at a lot of Super Bowls, like the one the Steelers won, there was a year where, like, they were a. I think they were a wild card team, and they just got hot and rode it all yeah. the way through. Uh, when the Packers won the Super Bowl, I remember that year. I was like, I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. Like it was that yeah. bad, and then they just went on a roll and just rolled all the way. And yeah. then uh, I think that happened with the uh, the Giants the following year. Like the Giants yep. did the exact same thing. So I mean, there's something to be said for like just getting hot at the right time and just playing yeah. really good football. Well, but, you know, part of it is like that's that's the that's the 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 
the old saying in football of any given Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Like the idea is that, you know, anything can happen because the sample size is so small in football games, like in the tournament for the, for the playoffs and the Super Bowl, it's one and done. Everybody's ever, you're just out one and one and done. Right. So Mm -hmm. like, it's like, I mean, you know, we've played, we've all played competitive video games in our lives before. Mm. We've been on hot streaks, you know, where you're just like, you're firing on all cylinders, like everything you're doing right. You know, you, the, the uh, you, you get to five straight wins or something and mm. whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, teams do that, but it's the playoffs and those are the last four games, right? Yeah. Playoffs. 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 Like, that was one of the reasons I thought the Packers would go. Like, they were playing really well yeah. it's just you know tom brady tom was brady. also playing well and that's uh, inspired his defense through the power of yeah, tom brady the, that defense like I, I was talking to my best friend for the super bowl and we were just we were texting back and forth and i was like when did we get a good defense like our <laughs> i mean our line has always been good but like our secondary has never been super great like that was always like a swiss cheese and you know, and then just towards the once the playoffs started, like we just got better and better. I mean, we shut down Rodgers, we shut down mm-hmm. Mahomes, shut down Breeze. I mean, it's like what the heck? This Sometimes is, it happens. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's I just I guess peaking at the right time is what it, it was basically yeah. what it comes down to. And the Bucks, uh, they did it. And you know, I hope that I get a chance to go watch them play at home before he retires. I was shocked that he decided to not hang it up because I already like I was already predicting I was like if they somehow some way win the Super Bowl somehow beat the Chiefs there's like he has nothing left to prove I mean there was he already had nothing left to prove yeah but like the fact that he like the the proverbial question was was it Brady was it Belichick or was it like the Patriots organization like with Kraft and everything that was behind the success and I think that we've gotten the clear answer now it actually was the person on the field in the end of the day and yeah. you know, some people will say like, "Well, it's un- it's unfair to compare a coach to a player," which is technically, I guess, kind of true. But like a coach, I I have witnessed being a Buccaneers fan forever. I've witnessed the supposed culture changes that high profile coaches seem to like bring with them. It's like, oh, Gruden's coming down. This is going to be it. Oh, Raheem Morris is going to be here. It's it's a it's now a players organization. We got this. Oh, now we got Shiano coming in. He's anti player. He's a hardcore. Like nah, <laughs> no one, no one affects a team like a quarterback does. And Brady proved that in so and proved so many points to that point um, that I've never I've never seen anything like it. And you know I think that what it was I, I I've never paid like I've I've never hated the Brady and I've never hated the Patriots just because they were never in my in my division. So I can't mm. relate like Rob can. <laughs> oh. but, Oh. I, but like I saw, I saw this old this old interview with him after he won, I think two Super Bowls or something like this. This was this was like decades ago, um, and he was being interviewed, and they asked him there, like you know, which which Super Bowl ranks is your favorite, blah blah blah. And uh, he said that he has a he has a quote that he's always gone by, and I don't remember who told it to him, um, but he said uh, he said the the best and the sweetest championship is is the next one. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Man, if he, like if he said that like 15, 16, 17 years ago, and he just won when he's forty three now, like there's yeah. no way he's retiring. Well, he's like, he's gonna uh, keep going. I watched that one documentary on him, just because I was like, I want to see this. It was like Tom Brady, and it was like mainly going through college, and so like in Michigan, 
he was literally like the backup quarterback in Michigan, and he was like, I think he was behind Chad Henney, actually. Uh, and he was, they were like, oh, Chad Henney's like an elite prospect. This dude's great. But like Tom Brady oh, was no, just. Oh, no, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Henney. It was, uh, it was, it was another guy who ended up on, uh. Oh, yeah. What was his name? I don't um, remember. It was, it was, was Henney's a lot younger than Brady. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, God, it was. I forget uh, his name, but he, but he, he, he ended up like in the league and, uh, for, for like only a couple of years. Yeah, I think he played with the Cowboys. Yeah, something like that. Uh, God, now I gotta see. It's gotta be okay. Tom Brady college stats, Michigan Big Ten ninety nine. Click. It was Drew Henson. Drew Henson. That was right. it. Yeah. They're like mm-hmm. Drew Henson's gonna be great, but they Tom Brady just like won. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know what it is. Like he's just he's just wins, <laughs> and it's <laughs> and it was like I guess he carried that into you know just that mentality i think that's the biggest thing with him is he just has that like i'm going to win mentality and he like apparently he texted all the players like we're going to win and he gave some speed like i feel like he just has that aura to him like a like a general and like war some shit where you just motivated everyone if somebody comes in and says we're gonna win the super bowl right they go all right okay but then if Tom Brady says we're gonna win the Super Bowl, you know, like that's that that'll probably get you going, right? Because like, yeah. if anyone on Earth is an authority on winning the Super Bowl, <laughs> it's Tom Brady. Like, there's literally no one else besides maybe Bill Belichick yeah. about like winning the Super Bowl. And by the way, I hate all of this. I hate. <laughs> I hate Tom Brady, and I hate that we're all just talking about how great he is. But I mean, look, the the the, the I, I was I was saying this in the in the um in the in the football group, but like they fucking Vegas put him as a fucking underdog. What what is yeah. wrong with you? What kind of what? I don't what? know why they did that. I just don't. You don't kind. You don't fuck with that kind of dark magic. You don't understand <laughs> what the. You know his nickname from college is the comeback kid. And his all his thing is the stupidest thing in the world that Tom Brady still has this thing where he thinks that he's an underdog. But then people keep fucking saying that he's an underdog. Stop doing it. Because then he does this. And this, these, it was the foul magic of sports betters that did this, actually. You know what uh, so. would know be good is I would love to see the Belichick versus Brady Super Bowl. That would be very now, interesting. Now, I don't want that to happen but i wouldn't I be opposed to watching it is all i'm saying that would be awesome yeah that would that would just be like the like a, you know just yeah. watching them go at it and well, i don't know that would be great is speaking of uh blowing tom brady but uh <laughs> I, I was reading i was reading somebody pointed out that like tom brady's career in his 40s is a hall of fame quarterback career yeah. Right, like he's he in his forties now. He's what? He's got two rings. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, come on, this is what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, me uh, either. <laughs> but you know, it's the congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've Ooh. actually done it. They won, and uh. Now there are 12 teams that have not won a Super Bowl. Well, the, I mean, the Bucks won one before, but... Yeah, they already had it. Uh, I wanted yeah. to know, what teams haven't won a Super Bowl? So, 
Teams haven't won Super Bowl. They are the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, the Detroit Lions, the Cleveland Browns, the Arizona Cardinals, the Tennessee Titans, the Los Angeles San Diego Chargers, the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Buffalo Bills, and the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Oh, man, remember when we thought the Bills were just going to destroy everybody? Boy, those were the days. Those were the days indeed. <laughs> I think to to bookend Brady, I think that uh I think that there's a the I think there's just a certain type of person that or personality. Oh, I mean it's attached to the person that just commands like confidence. Like there's you know, a leader. Like there's just there's something mm-hmm. about people like that, and you're drawn to those type of people naturally, I just think, because it's like you know, it's a it's an instinct to be like, you know, hey, we want to follow the person who like seems like they know what they're doing. I mean, that's why you get all these morons with, you know, with like TV evangelists and, you know, it, like people can say like they say the right things and they make it sound yeah. like it's they know what they're talking about. Like yeah. it's it's all about how you say it or how you do it. Yeah. But, you know, when when you have someone who can can do all that, but also back up what they mean, like their confidence, yeah. or whatever that's it's that's that's how legends are born and i think that brady has always been that person who who's like he knows how to talk to he he knows how to fire people up and and he just he exudes like that sort of leadership which is the reason why everyone was always like drawn to him throughout his entire you know pretty much his entire career up until Mm -hmm. the draft anyway and boy howdy those scouting coaches get they got that one wrong because (laughs) man yeah yeah it's it's a it's a great time i'm very very happy i'm happy that uh that bear can at least share a little bit of it too. Cause I know he was <laughs> yep. great. I know that he was yep. pretty bummed. So it's great that, that, you know, I get to share a little bit of that with bear, but, uh, you know, I'm savoring should, uh, it. We should have a show now where Brady and Gronkowski just go around to different bad teams. Like now they go to the lions. <laughs> like what yeah. can they do with the lions? All yeah. right. Now to the Jaguars. There we go. If they could do that to the bucks, you know, who, like, cause I mean, the bucks were horrible. They, they, we were awful. Yeah. Well, we were I awful. mean, for like you would say they're okay, awful, mediocre, but I would mediocre, say mediocre. Medi- that, yeah. That's the but but the thing is, you were mediocre in like the most blatantly obvious way, and and it was yeah. like it was it was like you're missing QB, and then you got like the yeah. the like, most seasoned QB in the league. I feel like know? if Brady and Gronk went to the Bears, the Bears would actually go to the Super Bowl. I could yeah, I could see that. They, they, I think they're well. That's a dark maybe. timeline though. I don't like the, it. When, when did <laughs> When did Jameis Winston get so many people <laughs> defending him, like on fanboying for him on Twitter? Excuse me, Twitter, are you high? When, when, what part of what part of whoa? Brady wasn't the only thing. They also got AB. They also got blah blah. Like yeah, but they got well, all those people. They signed them because of Brady. Yeah, like they're trying yeah. to they're trying to tell me that they're trying to say that that the Bucks should have been able to do it with Winston and Brady wasn't wasn't the wasn't the only reason it's like uh excuse me I, I, I mean uh last time i checked we didn't win any we didn't win any playoff games we didn't even go to the playoffs under james winston we got it here after after tom brady we switched out one thing all of a sudden bing bang boom we're the freaking super bowl champions i mean i would say that crazy you know. people saying that they that james winston wasn't the problem are you are, are you actually high <laughs> no he's yeah. He's definitely part of the problem. Uh, I mean, when you throw a, a record amount of interceptions, that's not going to help yeah. you. 30! He threw 30 <laughs> interceptions! 
That put Brett Favre to shame. Like, that's pretty good. It is um, impressive, actually. <laughs> now, through 30. Yes. Rob. Oh, uh, <laughs> I well, oh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I was going to say that, well, while I agree that Tom Brady is the most integral part probably of the of the whole thing for a lot of reasons by the way not exclusively because he's such a good qb and he's so skilled right like he's the best Mm -hmm. qb in the league i i don't think he is even by a long stretch um or or even by uh by by any metric really Mm -hmm. but uh there's there's a number of things that 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 come with him And, and they come with a lot of like uh uh great qbs too is like with a, with a QB like Tom Brady, you're not just getting a QB. You're getting your offensive coordinator as well because yeah. he just runs the offense. He was doing that in New England. He's doing that in Tampa Bay as well. So, like, Tom Brady is your offensive coordinator and your QB. Yeah. Um, it's uh it's it's an effect like it's it's really uh it's it's quite strong it's it's an effective combination. Yeah, that's, um, I mean that was the part of it in the the turnaround in November was yeah. was the fact that we had that bye week and Brady was like. You know, remember how much friction there was between Arians and Brady because they because he didn't like the play calling, especially with Leftwich doing it. Yeah. And so they had a huge powwow, and basically Brady was like, "I need to be in control of it. I'm the one on the field, and uh, he knows what he's doing." And and Arians is also kind of a like a, you know, he he fancies himself as the QB whisperer, and he had a hard time like relinquishing part of that control, but. Yep. He finally saw the way, and they got they came to an understanding, and they gave Brady they gave Tom more control of. The, of the play calling and the audibles and stuff, unlike the Jets, who you're not yeah. allowed to do that at all, which yeah, still yeah. baffles even, my mind, by the way. I, mean, I can't even audible. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that, that, I mean that is that's ludicrous. No, I, I yeah, genuinely hope that the that the mm. Jets. I'm so smart. Yeah. I can conceive of every possible <laughs> possibility on the field. There's no need for you to audible. <laughs> you can't possibly have a larger brain than I, Adam Gase. What's the thing they're saying too is that Arians was like, yeah, towards the end, like I was just like Brady uh, wanted day off. All right, you got the yeah. day off. You want this? Well, it's like, yeah. I mean, if you've got Tom Brady, you're not gonna be like, oh, Blaine Gabbert, you want the day off? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, but- I mean, like it's it's the same kind of thing. Like like uh, Breeze was the same kind of way in New Orleans, and mm. uh, like that's why it's gonna be a huge loss, not just for like when when those kind of QBs leave. Like Peyton Manning was the same way, like in uh, yeah, but you just, you just get another one. It's easy. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a good quarterback forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so. I mean, like like with those like really really uh you know those the 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 dudes who have been around a long time they can just run their own offense like that is uh really really uh effective. Well, now the other, uh, well, I wanted to bring up a point to that, but yeah, it's what else. Yeah, go for it. Well, I wanted to bring up how uh a lot of quarterbacks seem to be wanting to get involved with just decision-making processes. Like, Russell Wilson said it now. He's like, I want to get protected. Like, I'm tired of getting beat up by a shitty yeah. offensive line. Like, Aaron Rodgers said he's wanted. Like, he's, like, wants to be like, hey, maybe I can help you pick out a wide receiver in the first round or something. Mm-hmm. Like, all yeah. these quarterbacks, like Deshaun Watson, he's like, I want to be a part of the head coach thing. And they're like, yeah, okay, but we're not going to tell you and we're going to hire some random dude that you don't like. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, like, the... I don't think all the players should have it, but I think if you're an elite quarterback and you're like the face of the team, like maybe just like bring them into the room and be like, "Hey, you you're out there playing against these players and see them in, on the field and talk to them. What do you think? 
Like, like I don't know. It seems like something you would do if you have a, an elite quarterback that's going to be your franchise quarterback for yeah. years. I mean, honestly, it's a leverage situation, right? Like, because of how important that QB position is on the field, especially mm-hmm. when you're, like, a very good QB like any of those guys, um, you know, it's a, it's a leverage position, right? Like, it, they know, like, Deshaun Watson knows the leverage position that he's in. He can force a trade if he wants. He can not. He can do whatever. The Texans are literally beholden to him, pretty much. Like, mm. you know, the 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 same with Aaron Rodgers and the and and uh, and and you know, like uh, like like Tom Brady. Like they they know that if they move, like like look what happened with the Patriots. You know, they 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 fell apart basically. Um, yeah. when Tom- I mean, the quarterback sometimes has to be the diva. Yeah. You know, like. like- that's that's one well, thing. Well, they don't should be. I mean, the, it's like well, it's not, not like the organ. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not bashed him for it. I mean, they they should be in control of the offense. They're the mm-hmm. ones out there. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, coaches aren't necessarily in like a in an advisor position, of course, because I mean, they're. I mean, yeah. the coaches should be respected, but yeah. at the same time, I think the best teams are the ones that where the coach and the and the quarterback are in total sync with each other. I mean, that's yeah. that's what Belichick and Brady were. I mean, they they were part of the team. Yeah, and, you know, and, and like they just—I think some organizations—they just need to be like, yeah, yeah, like you know, like Russell Wilson, like you—you—you've never heard him say something like that until after the Super Bowl, when everyone realizes that, yeah, the quarterback commands everything, and if if they start speaking out, if they start if they start nutting up and saying, you know what, I'm tired of this crap, Brady, like Brady wouldn't have allowed that. He wouldn't. I mean, he, Brady would would totally rail his entire offensive line. If he kept getting hit over and over, if he if he if Brady got hit as much as Russell Wilson has, like he would have lost his mind. Oh yeah, I mean he yeah. he would have he would have told the organization like these he guys wouldn't suck. be playing at forty three. No, yeah. no, yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying. But you know what I mean? Like he would have taken right, control yeah. and be like, "Yo, this is unacceptable. Like I'm not playing under these conditions." As mm-hmm. diva as that sounds, the, the results speak for themselves. I mean, the he yeah. you know you got to take you got to take care of the quarterback. You just have to. I mean, it's not even like it. Like it's it's the the reality is this: the organizations have no um, loyalty to the players. Mm-hmm. Like if a, yeah. if a player starts sucking, they cut them. Like it, yeah. So why why would any player at any point ever do anything out of like loyalty to like an? Or- they do. They should do whatever it is that they think you know needs to be. And in the case of. Uh, of of like you know, uh, QBs and like a leverage positions, uh, leverage positions against uh, the organizations. Yeah, this is great. It's seeing seeing them like use the leverage uh, to exert power is is uh, is 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 good to see. I mean, especially it's it's better now. I think the league is better for it when the players have more act. Like you know that that's how football used to be. Is that actually the um, the QB, you know, used to used to call the plays on the field because they didn't have the microphones and the helmets, mm. right? So, like, the coaches were there and they would set up the playbook and stuff and they would work, you know, with the players to make a playbook and whatever. But then the QB was calling the plays on the field. And it's, it's always been some variation of that to some degree, but it is cool seeing uh, the QBs being able to just, like, you know... Just take over. I mean, that's the whole idea, right? When you when you get a great QB, why not? Why why not let him just work? Yeah, it's uh, and even then, like you don't have to do everything he wants, but like just getting his input 
you know i feel like just getting their input of like what would you like to do here like hey we're not we're not passing well and i'd you know really like someone that like could do this specific thing for me if you could do that that's great but if you can't i understand like just you know listening mm-hmm. i think that's all they want they just want someone to listen like yo can you just get me like an offensive lineman like yeah, please. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not suggesting that the quarterback should just be should be in control of everything. It's mm. not that's not what I was insinuating. Yeah. I'm saying I'm just saying that the quarterback, the quarterback, there's uh, I've uh, you don't really see a lot of quarterbacks being public about about their frustrations and whatnot. But that's I think that's the boiling point, like because because mm. to my re- to my recollection, although I, I, I'm not going to sit here and try to lie and say that I've I've watched all of his interviews because I just. I've never paid that much attention to Brady, but to, from what I've seen, I've never seen him overtly criticize the organization before. I've never seen him say like, you know, we got to surround me with better people, anything like that, but that he does seem like the type of person. And from the limited interviews and the, what I've, what I've heard him talk about on like Bucks practice reels and stuff that he takes control in the, in the, in the, like behind the curtains. I mean, yeah, you know, he tell, I mean, he, he tell, he talks to everyone on the offense about what they need to be doing and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. I think that a quarterback that, I mean, with, with Brady, he commands that, that kind of swagger and respect but at the same time. I think if more quarterbacks started doing that, they would be, they would see, you know, pretty decent results instead of, you know, just kind of just like, yeah, I'm not allowed to call audibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking yeah. of, uh, organizations, disrespecting quarterbacks, uh, Deshaun Watson's, uh, situation is, oh, uh, man. Yeah. It's whoo, it's bad. <laughs> it's just absurd. It's, it's absurd. actually insane. So yeah. this was as of like two days ago. The Texans said they're standing firm that they're not trading Deshaun Watson, who has not yet spoken to co- the new coach David Culley. Other teams are skeptical and keep calling, but Houston has made the has made it clear the goal is to get him back. Period. Meanwhile, later yeah. they recently dismissed equipment manager Mike Parson, yeah. who had a close relationship with Watson, and the move is not sitting well, not just with Watson, but players. Yeah. Like, yeah, because <laughs> you, cause it, it's so obvious what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's you make that public statement and then do that, and the, 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 the idea is like, hey, fuck you, like... You wanna you you wanna say that you have the power to get traded? Well, then we're gonna just make your life miserable here instead. Sit out a year, you know. They're they're trying to like trying to push him basically. Yeah, and and, and it's so it's, dumb. It, yeah, <laughs> it's, so it's dumb. a it's a totally it, it is a an unbelievably like dismissive power like power move by the Texans to oh, yeah. yeah be it's unnecessary. The dude yeah. wants mm-hmm. to he wants out. There is, yeah. I mean, the Texans, the, the co- coach Crendor said it before I, but they may be like we, like we rip on the Jets for being like mismanaged mm-hmm. and being horrible and stuff. But oh my God, like if you, if you go back to the track record, you look at the Texans, yeah, the Texans, they're horrible. Yeah, this is no. the team that awful. was up like 20 something points on the Chiefs in Kansas City like two yeah. years ago. Too. No, I mean, like, <laughs> if it weren't for what happened at the beginning of this year, the Texans, we w- we might have been talking about them being in the playoffs. Like, seriously, yeah. like, like, and, and like, not even, uh, not even like uh, they they, who, who knows, like what, uh, it's like it's just because Deshaun Watson is so good and JJ Watt is so good and they had so and Andre Hopkins is so good, <laughs> yeah. but you know. 
they just blew it all up for some reason. Because. <laughs> By the way, this year, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, 1,400 yards and oh six God. touchdowns. Sheesh. So, uh, <laughs> who wants that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean that just that just shows how moronic the Texans are. But like, but I mean, it's I, I it baffles me that the Texans would be like, we're standing firm and not trading him. Why? He's yeah, not yeah. going to play. Like he like if you think he's going to be happy, especially after you didn't after mm -hmm. how you mistreated and mishandled the the, the DeAndre Hopkins thing, yeah. you took away his one strength. And yeah. now the guy wants out, and you're like, no, like here's the middle finger, like you can like it or leave. It's like, yeah. what? So you're gonna make him fire himself? You're yeah. gonna make him retire? Yeah, and, and like, then and deny him of the money that he's that he's being owed. Like what the? I mean, it's so. And it's then archaic. what does that say? What does that say to the rest of the players in the league who might play for the Texans? Right? Like you oh, want to yeah. play the, for that fucking place? <laughs> no, yeah. The Texans, the as bad as the Saints are are off right now, the Texans are doomed. Yeah. Un until they change, until they change how things are going, yeah. they're becoming I, I, the I, new I, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's... <laughs> yeah. The Texans are, are a bunch of morons. Absolute, it's horrible organization. The, I mean, you Deshaun, could you could yeah. literally trade Deshaun Watson, get a shit ton of draft picks, and just you know you start fresh. I mean, you you're a team that's already trying to start fresh because you trade away your best wide receiver. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not a thing. Like the Packers this offseason, like, you know what? What if we trade Devontae Adams for, like, a fucking washed-up running back in, like, a second? That sounds good. <laughs> That'll go over well. Like, no normal team does that. Yeah. No, it's absurd. I mean, it's just it's just absolutely absurd. Like, I mean, they they, they completely... Especially with what that team was. It's with yeah. Deshaun Watson, man! <laughs> like, that's the... You see, because we were talking... We were talking about QBs the whole, the whole time. And, like, Deshaun Watson is straight up i mean if he was on i think if he was on a better team i don't think it would be a, he would have a hard time being a top five qb in like every metric right he I like mean, already like, is yeah right <laughs> like he's he's already basically if if he wasn't on the shitty texans he would be i mean he might be just like dominating the league yeah it's, it's <laughs> i just i don't understand it yeah, it, it, it's a needless power move by the Texans. It's, that is not going to work. Like Rob said, I mean, what what player is going to want to play for an organization that hates its players or yeah, that yeah. or that ignores its its star player? Yeah, that does it. That does that. Right, exactly. Like that does that. Like that that the Texans are saying we do that to the most uh, value valued person in the building, the guy we pay the most money to. We're gonna fuck him over publicly. And make it a knife fight in the street for everybody to see. Um, so, yeah, if you're not that star player, imagine what they're gonna do to you then, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's just why, why would you? Why it is? It's just absurd. Yeah, destruction looking, of their credibility. Watching, watching the there's there's just this video that's been auto playing of the, of the highlights from the Super Bowl and like every single play. I mean, Mahomes just ha he is just being rushed. He, oh, he's got yeah. no time. I mean, the Buck, like, who knew that that missing two tackles on your offensive line would would cause that much that much <laughs> like, yeah. trouble? Who, yeah, who, who would have knew that? Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder who would know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We only lost one, but he's pretty good. Dude, uh, <laughs> I mean, Mahomes is just—he had no. They had, just and had he no was prayer. still making throws. That's yeah, the he crazy was still part. making he incredible was like, throws. I mean, he's getting tackled. 
to the ground, like spinning around. He threw it like yeah. pinpoint accuracy. They, and his receivers were dropping the ball in yeah. like critical situations. It was it was fucked, man. Like, did you did you see that one throw that he made where sideways he, when he was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's fucking parallel to the ground, <laughs> flying through the air, and it is a perfect spiral to the dude's eyes. How the fuck? Like, well, how do you do that? It's actually, uh, I wanted to look up drops after that, because I was like, how many drops have they had on the year? The leaders were the Cowboys with 31 drops, the Steelers with 30, the Lions with 26, and the Chiefs were fourth with 25 drops, uh, which was actually one ahead of the Falcons and the Buccaneers tied at 24 drops apiece. (laughs) Yeah. Can you uh, guess who had the least drops? The Jets. Uh, The Jets. The no, <laughs> Jets actually were twenty second with sixteen drops. Uh, yeah. It was the Arizona Cardinals with nine wow. drops. That is it's surprising. almost like they traded for wow. an elite wide receiver. Yeah, I wonder, <laughs> wonder what it, what would have caused that. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. The I, Patriots I, only had thirteen drops. Yeah, I mean the, like that list seems like it's mostly correlated with. How much does the team does the team throw the ball? Well, that's also true. Yeah, the Bears are at yeah. twelve drops. So I mean, you know, you right, look at right. the Patriots pass the ball like five times a game. Right. The Cardinals yeah. actually passed a decent amount. They ran more, I think. So I mean, yeah, you look at it, and it's it's one of those things where it's skewed because Cowboys, yeah. Steelers, Lions, like Chiefs fell. Like they're all airing it out. So I mean, yeah. the drops sense. are always like the most critical when you know when it's a big moment. Oh yeah, and you see it happen. You know, mm. and that's 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 the. That's the big thing, really. Now, you want to talk about a Mamma Mia mo- moment, Coach? Yep. I, uh, I've been, you know, everyone knows I'm a, I'm a big fan of Ryan Jensen, the uh, mm-hmm. center for mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just because the dude is awesome. And uh, he's also a gamer. And I was like, you know, why not just tweet something like, I think it'd be cool to play Sea of Thieves with, uh, with Ryan Jensen. I tagged him in it. And, uh, you know the the biggest update and the biggest surprise. I mean, we're we're like we're in, we're moving the needle forward. Was that Ryan Jensen's dad liked that tweet? I did. I didn't even know Ryan Jensen's dad was on Twitter, and he <laughs> sure. somehow, I guess I, I don't know how he he got notified of it, but he liked the tweet. So we're getting there, boys. We're getting Just there. Think <laughs> how awesome that would be if we got to if we got to do a stream with Ryan Jensen, dude. I mean, Maybe. like I don't. Any NFL player, I'm like, oh yeah, Yeah. let's go. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think maybe he has any Gilbert Gottfried connections? Though (laughs) that's true. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Corey, Corey has a he's got a sub alert from from Gilbert Gottfried now. Did did he did he buy one from? (laughs) Yeah, it's like thanks for subscribing to Flack Black. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That was probably the best impression that we've had of Gilbert. That was pretty good. I'm yeah. still I'm still working on it. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, it's, it's I feel like since last time by by the NFL draft, maybe not that soon, but by next year, we will have a Gilbert Godfrey something. <laughs> yes. We will. We will do it. We yeah. we will get it. We, we will get absolutely it. do it. Yeah, we will. That would be hilarious. Thanks for listening to three guys. <laughs> and what a, would it be? You know, where? <laughs> you know, would be really funny. Is what if we got, um. 
Gilbert Gottfried to read something very somber and dry because it would be very ironic since this podcast is not very professional or serious. And also mm. it's Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> somber and dry. Um, Adam Gase is the best <laughs> head coach ever. <laughs> Find <laughs> Rob. <laughs> oh, man. What a game. Yeah, we got to We'll figure out something. We'll see. Uh, Dude, yeah, yeah, we, can get, we can get Jaleel White. All right, yeah, I'm down. Dude, uh, we can get Chuck Norris. <laughs> what? I mean, we can probably get a lot of people. Is he not dead? No. How old is he? He's like fifty something, isn't he? Sixty? No, he's like he's got to be like seventy or eighty now, right? He's eighty. Oh my god. Yeah, he's old as shit. <laughs> he's, he's practically dead. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> like I'm. If I if I like, I'll be surprised if I make it to eighty years old. I expect that I'm I'm now middle aged. Honestly, <laughs> he's still doing good for eighty. We can get we can get Drew Brees to do it. We could, yes. yeah. <laughs> he only charges seven hundred and fifty dollars. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, he was just getting paid a million, so I mean, I suppose that's yeah. quite a deal, really. Um, um. By the way, we didn't talk about uh. Matthew Stafford yeah. getting traded to the Rams for Jared Goff and picks. Yep. How about that? So the deal is Stafford to the Rams in exchange for two future first-round picks, a third-round pick, and Jared Goff. Yeah. What do you What do you think? I, you know, I'm going to be honest, and I know it seems weird because it seems like one team got very obviously fleeced in this deal thing is though actually is actually is kind of mutually beneficial that's what the rams yeah the rams are win now matt stafford he can win now yeah. i mean by the way speaking of matt stafford uh and pat mahomes and whatnot and like incredible throwing angles and incredible like matt stafford's been doing that shit for years like the same kind of shit that pat mahomes does. oh yeah he's just um, on the line <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, he's just been in fucking, you know, Detroit where it's been the frozen tundra of hell and misery. Mm. Um, but, like, it, like legitimately, like, Pat Mahomes uh, uh, like watches Stafford tape on certain, like, trick passes and stuff because of, because of like, what Stafford's been doing for years because he's been doing that kind of shit. Mm. Um, so Stafford's really good. Yeah. And he's, like, on a team like the Rams, that's pretty good. And... The Rams do lose out on their first round draft pick for like what what is it, the seventh year in a row now? Yeah, or so I think they like don't that. have one this year or yeah. next year. Yeah. And yeah, they just I mean, honestly, they're at the point where like they, they just don't care about first round picks. Like they're just going all yeah. in, like trying all to all in every picks. year. Just push all in at yeah. all times. And they've still got pretty decent picks from like other rounds. I mean, if you hit in the other rounds, you know, yeah. it's not as yeah. not as blatant. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then and and so they traded the pick, which again seems weird, right? Because it's like you're trading, you're giving up picks to get an older QB for your younger QB. It doesn't make any. But the thing is, Goff has like a really big contract that they didn't want to stick with. Yeah, and they essentially you know, threw in another draft pick to take the contract. <laughs> right. Yeah, and they're like, you know, re they're rebuilding anyway, so they're like, whatever, like yeah. we'll take it and see and what happens. Also, Goff had no idea, by the way, apparently. Until, <laughs> yeah, like they 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 just moved him, and he's like, wow, okay, I had no idea that you 
didn't want me at all. Like, at all. Like, they literally gave up a first-round pick to get rid of him. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's intense, man. And I don't think he's a bad quarterback. No, not by any stretch. I mean, we've we've dunked on him for a long time. But yeah. it's just that, you know, it feels like he's he's not super great, but propped up by his team a little bit. Yeah, I do think he he's in a system that makes him look better than he is. Yeah. And uh I think <laughs> Matt Stafford is in the opposite situation. But actually, you know what? Stafford's had a decent offense. Uh, oh yeah. Usually the problem is the defense with the Lions. Like the every game the Lions play is like forty to thirty four. <laughs> like yeah. it's just a blowout, like crazy game. But I think that shows that like uh I think Stafford can put up like crazy numbers because he has been. Like you look at his stats mm-hmm. uh throughout the career, like he's had twenty six touchdowns, ten interceptions, uh nineteen touchdowns, five interceptions, twenty one eleven, twenty nine ten, twenty four ten, thirty two thirteen. Like, yeah. he does, you know, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a quarterback that puts up about 30 touchdowns and, like, 10 interceptions. Yep. And he's probably going to do more than that with the uh, with the Rams, too. I, I yeah. can see, especially, like, now with the modern offense that he would mm-hmm. be playing under. And that's, like, a um, new offensive coordinator, like, every other exactly. year. <laughs> so yeah. And when you look at Goff, and he's got... 20 touchdowns, 13, 22-16, 32-12, 28-7. So, I mean... It's like That's similar numbers, good. but I think if you just watch them play, you'll realize the the difference. Yeah. In you know, ones in also, a good system, ones not. <laughs> I'm. Just, I'll be honest. I think there's some. There's another thing that happens with Jared Goff, mm. which is that he kind of has resting confused face. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he just always looks confused. And I think people project that they think he's confused all the time. Yeah. <laughs> which which is, I think, unfair on him because he's just naturally Ryan Gosling, but confused. <laughs> um, but uh, but the thing is, like, like again, like even for the like the Lions, they're rebuilding. Yep. They 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 reasoned that you know if we're gonna do it, we're not gonna do it with Stafford. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. So you know. They get fucking a shitload of picks. They get a QB that literally could be their QB. Like he yeah. could just be like Jared Goff could be their QB for the for the next fifteen years. Like, yeah. what if he just works out and is good for that? Yeah, maybe it is because it could be could be fine. Like it could be it could be great. And uh, or he's a bridge QB until they draft one, and then they could build a team for a couple of years with the fucking mountain of picks that they yeah. just got. And it's not a you bad know? bridge QB to have if he is. Right. So, I mean, you know, I think I think both teams benefit. So I think it's just I think it's a solid trade for both of them. Yeah. To be honest. Uh, but it is funny. Stafford said, "Trade me anywhere except New England." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man. Uh, that shows you how much they uh, hated Matt Patricia. Yep. Yep. So uh, and the the final I think Which big is... quarter yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say it's amazing because. He wouldn't even have to see him. He's the defensive coordinator <laughs> in New England. Yeah, that's. I you just, know. He's. I think he, once you've dealt with somebody for a long, he's like, I just don't even. Don't yeah. Even want. Um. The last one that's been big is the Carson Wentz, uh, trade rumors. Yeah. So Carson Wentz, uh, he's been getting offers primarily from the Colts and the Bears. 
But now they've said that the the Eagles feel like they're not getting enough back. And apparently they want two firsts for Carson Wentz. And oh I, don't, I don't think you're going to get two first <laughs> <What>? rounders. <laughs> yeah. No, they... It's they, an interesting uh, gambit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, there's rumors that like uh, the the Bears are going to give them a first, a third, Nick Foles, and like another offensive player, which I still think is a lot for Carson Wentz. It's yeah, Carson, it's Carson Wentz, not Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it really said, does seem like yeah. The rumor is that it would be Nick Foles, Tariq Cohen, and a first. Tariq uh, Cohen's really good, too, actually. Yeah, he's pretty good. So, I mean, but then they said it feels like an effort to get, they feel like it's an effort to get the Colts to offer more. So, they're they're going back and forth between the Colts and the Bears here, seeing, like, who can we uh, get the most out of, essentially. Right. But uh, I just, it's Carson Wentz. Like, he's... <laughs> He yeah. he hasn't looked good. He's been injured. He throws a lot of interceptions. He fumbles the ball and he makes bad choices. Like, it doesn't seem like something I'd want to give up a first round pick. Just any first round. I would rather just have the first round pick. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Teams, you know, like see, and 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 this is why I wanted to say like earlier. In general, I do agree that the that the QB is a good is is the most important position on the field. Mm. However. It really is a whole team kind of kind of game, yeah. like very much so with football. I mean, they they have fifty three man rosters and whatnot, um, and uh, you know I think teams and people like to attribute wins solely to QBs a lot of the time, and with like Carson Wentz, I feel like people are just remembering earlier success. Yep. And yeah. and are just like, yeah, he had wins. Look at the wins. But like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't. <laughs> Carson Wentz to me was never. You know, you you watched a game and you were like, holy shit, this guy. So it's not, it's yeah. not like a Pat Mahomes game. You know what mm. I mean? Like it's not. Uh, you know. His highest quarterback rating he's ever had, which was his year he threw 33 touchdowns, 7 picks, year 2, was a 78.5. Really? So, yes. So that's... Wow. It's not great, especially since if you look at like you know a good quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, he has had, <laughs> in since 2007, his lowest quarterback rating was a 92.7 in 2015. His lowest. And that was yeah. Wentz's best season. I know some people are like, oh, quarterback rating, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, I don't know. Oh, wait, no, that's... Wait, what the shit? There's rate and rating. Rate? Yeah, rate? there's... A, there's the People... That, well, what what website are you using? Is it a... a it's a PFR. Oh, okay. So yeah, they they probably have their own like internal analytical okay, rate. Well, if we go model. by quarterback rating, yeah. Uh, well, actually, that was a pretty good year for once. I'll take that back. He actually did play well then. It was um, well. I mean, he got like MVP that year, or like he was close to that for a while yeah. or something, right? So I think it's it actually I think comes down to the point where like, do you think him changing scenery and getting into a better system would return him to that form. I think that's what it boils down. I would say if he goes to the Colts, maybe. If he goes to the Bears, no. The Bears are... there's. It's like what he has in Philadelphia. 
a bad offensive yep. line, not a lot of weapons. Robinson's going to leave. And, like, you're kind of just in the same situation. At least with the Colts, you've got, like, protection and weapons and, like, a defense and everything. So, like, yeah. I think the Colts are the better destination for him. But yeah. I don't know if that would happen. I, yeah. Yeah. But, I'd be surprised. Yeah. I mean, I'm still not like, oh, man, they, they can't wait to get Carson Wentz. Like, yeah. it, it's still not. A, I think... I, I I think especially now, uh, it really feels like the Eagles that one year rode the RPOs and no one knowing how to deal with them properly in the NFL yet. Yeah. Um, that one year all the way through and it made like a lot of their team look better than it was, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know? Which I mean, you know, like not to that's not actually like shit talking the Falcons or, or the the Eagles or anything like that. Um, you know, if you get a fucking ring that way, get a red. Dude, yeah. I'd get a red. But it's come just up one of those new... things where they do it and then everyone figures it out and it's like, all right, well now what? Yeah, now it's the wildcat. Like yeah. you, you show up uh, with it every once in a while. Some team does it, you know, yeah. but not every. But remember when it, when it, when it, when, the, when the Eagles were first doing it, it was like everybody was doing rpos all the madden was like oh we got the announcers talking about rpos now the rpos are coming to the we got rpo rpo this rpo that fucking chris collinsworth was saying rpo every goddamn five seconds rpo it would be it would be like a passing play at a shotgun and there would be no running back and chris collinsworth would be like this rpo is really gonna they're gonna throw it here's a guy here's a guy that runs the rpo <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah it was it's one of those things where then it just becomes a meme after a while <laughs> it's like so yeah. it happens so often it's kind of become the thing with fourth down and going for it you know but yeah. that yeah. at least has like statistical backing and yeah like, there's reasons to though yeah yeah, yeah. I think, I, honestly, I think, like, the fourth down thing has literally always <laughs> been, like, the NFL coaches being way too conservative with how yeah. they thought, like, traditions of rules are supposed to be played. We did it in the <laughs> 70s, we do it yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, but, like, like, ser- like I know this, is, this may be a stupid line of argument, but literally everyone in Madden does it and has done it for years. <laughs> yeah. And part of the reason for that is because like in, in cases of like where you're, where you have like uh like football where, where every game matters, risking it all on all the plays is the right decision. Usually yeah. like it, it really is because you only get like 75 plays a game at best. Right, yeah. and you only get those seventy-five plays sixteen times, so yeah. you might as well do all. You take every chance that you got. I mean, even like throughout the years, there'd be times it'd be like fourth and three, right? And then yeah. the, the team God. was like rolling, like they're on fire. They got everything, and they gets the fourth and three. Yeah. They're like, oh man, well I guess we punt now. And it's like, why don't they just go for it? And they're like, nah, yeah. you just you don't do that. And it's like, Titans why not? <laughs> Yeah, and I remember because you would be like, oh, God, I hope they don't go for it if you're the defending team, and then they don't. You're like, oh, thank God, we get a chance. And instead, now it's like they're going for it, and they got it, and you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah, do it over and over. You had to stop a team on actually four downs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's logical, too. Like, that's the thing is it's always been logical on on those specific situations where it's like it's fourth and one on the one fucking run the ball dude like is you, you i mean it, it might of, uh, work out or oh oh 
Oh, my power like skipped for a second there. <laughs> oh. Oh, that was uh, cool. Monk ass. I was going to say, it reminds me of like warfare where like people used to just line up in straight lines and march down a field. And then there's like, what right. if we hide behind trees? They're like, well, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's against the rule. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, why would we just do that? <laughs> like, you know, it just feels like it just took someone to come in and like be like, yo, what if we just change it up? Then, you know, and yeah. not think like the old coaches. And then, you know, now it's the norm. Yeah. Well, because I, like I mean, it. that's the thing, right? Yeah. It's just like if you go for it on fourth and one, you either you either make it and you get a touchdown. Yay. Or <laughs> you don't make it. And they're on the one yard line. <laughs> yeah. That fucking sucks. It's like, many... like best case scenario on any punt. How many times have you seen a punt? like happen and they just get back to like where the team had the ball anyway or they like run it pretty close like oh they got oh, 10 yeah. yards away from where you already had the ball it's like well let's just go for it <laughs> yeah exactly i mean honestly i think teams should go for it even more than they're doing now because um because again i mean again like you only have 75 plays you, you might as well especially if you're a team that has like a really powerful scoring offense mm -hmm. you know just go for it more. I mean, and you you are starting to see that to some degree, right? Like Andy yeah. Reid, they, they'll go for it on like fourth and six sometimes, like on the mm -hmm. on like the thirty, just be yeah. like, you know, because we can, so yeah. might as well. Because that's the thing, like if, if you can, do you know? Yeah, and uh, yeah, just do, just do exactly. Uh, I wanted to point out as one of our last topics, the Super Bowl posts the worst viewer ratings since two thousand seven. Really. So, yeah, I was kind of surprised, but also, I guess, not surprised at the same time. What was the 2007 Super Bowl? It was the Colts and the Bears. Huh. Hmm. So, I mean, I mean... I don't even want to watch that now. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah even... no, that sounds uh, bad. So, I, mean, I know it was bad then. I feel like it's probably a combination of people being like, uh, Tom Brady again, and not caring as much. Because um, people yeah. like to see new stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the other team being like the returning Super Bowl team. So it's like, ah, they might win again. So it's I feel like those two things kind of tie into it. Plus, there's, you know, COVID happening. So like yeah. people aren't throwing as many parties and like, you know, shit's not like, exactly. like, ah, Super Bowl, whatever. They probably don't even watch it if they don't normally. Because the Super mm -hmm. Bowl becomes more of like an event usually every year, right? Yeah, it's like, a holiday. Oh. Yeah, it's like a holiday. It's people gather and they watch it and they talk. Because most of the yeah. time. There's like football, and then they're like, "All right, when's the football over so I can listen to the commercials?" Whoa, -ho. Yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> the Whoa commercials are better than the game. <laughs> Which, Why, by everybody, the way, the commercials are off. Wanted to mention we didn't we didn't mention this. The commercials fucking blue ass. Oh yeah, oh, they, yeah, yeah the commercials are off. Yeah, they're really bad. I mean, like they're usually bad, but I mean they're they're really bad this year. I mean, they were like. like ugh. They Half were, of them were like finance and like, like yeah. uh, hey, you gotta pay your taxes, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell like, was that? Uh, the worst commercial by far was whatever the hell that oats milk commercial was. That <laughs> oh, thing was, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. dude, it was it was like it was the CEO of the company singing out of tune on an oh. out of tune ukulele in the middle of an oat field, just saying it's not cow or something like that over and over and over again. I'm like. Man, there's like there there's like there there there's like dry humor that's funny and it's like ah ha ha like they're self aware and then like there's like this which is just dog diarrhea not funny <laughs> yeah like it's like wow this is just a mess that now I have to clean up and deal with yeah it was yeah. it was pretty it was bad horrible 
And because, uh, yeah, I mean, when it boiled, I actually have I had more fun watching the NFC championship game, even with my team losing. I would have rather watch that game again because it was at least like, you know, competitive yeah. and fun. And like there's it's cold and shit. Like, it was just yeah. like, all right, well, looks like the Bucks are going to win. And up now they're winning, yeah. which like, you know, if you're a Bucks fan, it's like, this is great. But yeah. if you're anyone else, you're like, this game's boring. Yeah, it sucks. Right? It's a <laughs> like, blowout. Even if you're a fan of neither team, you're just like, this sucks. <laughs> uh, no, no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, now, I, I, I do want to mention one thing, too, mm-hmm. is because uh, we didn't talk about this very much at all. Yep. Uh, but the and I think this is part of it. I think this is part of the uh, the the, uh, the 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 viewership. Mm-hmm. The um, Tom Brady. Comes with him a little bit of a history of, uh, well, let's say love from the referees. <laughs> and uh, there was a little bit of that action in the Super Bowl. Kansas City was holding every single player on. I mean, look, look, look. I'm I'm saying, I'm, I, I will say, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just beat the Chiefs. They, they, were, they, were, the better, they were the better team that day, and they, they, they outplayed them. In in uh, most cases, however, like before, it was like a blowout. There was that one drive in particular where it was like Tom Brady throws a tip pick, oh, and yeah. they're just like, uh, "Oh yeah!" When he when he uh, swiped him on on his on his fa- on his you know back, that was a holding and uh, no interception. And then like later on, it's like a fourth down, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it was uh, you know offsides or whatever." And then, and then, like, then there was another penalty at the end. It was just like, wow, okay, geez, I guess refs have some money on the game, huh? But it, uh, there were a lot of penalties. I will yeah. say, like, the I don't know, the holding. There gets a point where it's like, I feel like you can call holding almost every play when you actually yeah. watch the players. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm mostly saying this not to shit on. Honestly, not even Tom Brady. Uh, even though I do like doing that, uh, or <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, really, it's just more on the refs. The refs uh, have hold way too much fucking power in the league, and it's a problem. Like it's a major problem because they're assholes and are bad, and they're clearly influencing lots of games. Like, and I'm not, and in this case, like it was a blowout. Like I don't, I don't think um, it doesn't matter what the refs would have done, really. Yeah, uh, but. They've been influencing games, uh, and and like in overt and blatant ways, and it kind of feels like it's more blatant as time goes on. And it's a problem, man. It's a major problem. Like people are getting pretty tired of that shit. And I it, mean, it, even uh, with the Packers Bucks game, like again, like yeah. I don't mind that they're calling the penalty. It was just you're going the whole game without calling anything, and then you call yeah. it at the end. It's like well, you either call it or you don't. Like I feel like you would estab- you establish some sort of like unknown yeah. thing of like hey guys we're gonna let you play this game unless you like blatantly do some shit like okay yeah. i get it but then which is why it looks blatant and like rigging and overt shit you know yeah. like because they just they're, they're like oh yeah it's like anybody's whatever until until it can influence the game at the end and it's just like oh okay and then <laughs> if they just you know could implement something like i don't know a guy who sits in a sky box called a sky judge and he just <laughs> uh, but who would be able to do that that wouldn't even work yeah Man, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, I mean, you know, you try to not take it away from 
the teams that did it because like you know even with like Packers like oh my god refs did the thing it's like guys we still like had two chances to drive down the field we picked off Brady three times like we dropped it like you you make mistakes like you still beat yourselves like the refs can be part of it but you essentially are what you do yeah so unless it's like Saints Rams or it's a blatant thing and they like you know Mm. (laughs) um but yeah, that's uh, that was the year of the Super Bowl and COVID, and we actually did it. We got through an entire season. <laughs> and uh, yep, Sinvicta. Apparently, we have power rankings. We've got power rankings, <laughs> Coach Crendor. Here we go. Post Super Bowl power rankings from the NFL.com power rankings. Gonna fly through these because I don't have time to do anything else at this point. All right. Uh, starting with, you know what? We're gonna go back to the top five because we have every single <laughs> team now. Uh, yeah. The season is done. Starting yeah. off with Robert, the Jets. Oh, Coach Crandor. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Yep, Rob. Uh, the Saints. Okay, so they're all right. Okay, okay. Chiefs. Yep, Robert. Well, um, hmm. say the Bills. Yeah, you're probably right, Bills. Yep. (laughs) Coach Crendor. All right, let's go. uh, Ravens. Yep, and Rob for the dunk. Is it the Rams? <laughs> How could you not name the Super Bowl champion? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you moron. <laughs> I, uh, I just didn't want to say it. I wanted Rob Top to say five it. Yeah. Of the power rankings here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kansas City Chiefs, Packers sitting in third position. The Buffalo Bills in the fourth position, and somehow, some way, the Saints did not make it in the top five because it's held by the Ravens sitting in the fifth position. Uh, rounding out the rest of the top 10 here, the Saints, the Seattle Seahawks, the Rams somehow, even though they got rid of Goff. Uh, this was updated today. Uh, the Cleveland Browns and then the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers sitting at the top 10 coach. Now, we move on down here to the bottom of the barrel for the power rankings. Can you all name the bottom three teams <laughs> in the NFL power rankings, NFL.com power rankings, starting with Robert? Ooh, uh, the Patriots. And, and uh, coach. Someday. Uh, <laughs> the New York Jets? Yep, the Jets <laughs> sitting in yeah. the 31st position. Uh, and since we got the Jets name, we're going to read the write-up really quickly, courtesy of Dan Hansis <laughs> on NFL.com, PowerRankings.com, Bible, the Internet, Power Rankings, Rankings ham cheese ham bone mm-hmm. uh the skies suddenly seem a lot brighter over florum park following the su- successful courtship of robert salah uh the head coach who's became who's become the face of the new era of the jets football uh, new york enters a crucial offseason with ample cap space and two first round picks including the second overall position the jets are well set up to make a serious run at deshaun watson <laughs> And uh, also have the option to complete their organizational reboot with a new quarterback or use the cap freedom to draft rich and draft riches to save Sam Darnold a second lease on life in Gotham. No matter how, no matter the course, you get the feeling the Jets have people in charge who know what they're doing. It's been a minute. Robert. I, I, I don't know. 
We're still on a two or three. Maybe. Maybe two. It's like one and maybe it's two. I'm not sure. It's really... I don't know. I've got no... I'm still not optimistic because I'm not allowing myself to be. Okay? That's it. That's all. I have no idea what's going to happen. You know, maybe we draft uh, Johnny Manziel, uh, you know, brother with a a silly mustache or something in the first round. I don't know. I I don't know what the hell is going to happen. It's the Jets. Maybe maybe the whole two first round picks. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we have uh, we have one from uh, Jamal Evans. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Which yeah, yeah. so that means that we could yeah, theoretically we could turn Jamal Adams, the Jamal Adams trade into Deshaun Watson, which would be I mean, you know? That's a pretty but, darn good trade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Jamal Adams is like, you know, the best safety in football, but Deshaun Watson is one of the best QBs in football. I'll take that. Yeah. You know? I would too. And Coach Crendor here, true or false, Coach, since we're still at the bottom three, the Detroit Lions are ranked number 32 now in the power rankings, dot-com power rankings. Uh, wow. Power rankings. I'll, I'll take a true. That is absolutely incorrect. Oh. The, the Lions are actually ranked 30th, one above the Jets sitting in 30 position here. Uh, it wasn't easy to say goodbye to Matt Stafford, but the Lions give credit for maximizing the trade potential or their one-time franchise cornerstone. It is the Jacksonville Jaguars wow. who, are, who are located yeah. dead last down below here talking about Urban, Urban Meyer, blah, 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 blah. Now, yeah. finally, Robert, we go back to you. True or false? The Dallas Cowboys, Uh-oh. the Dallas Cowboys, right. are ranked above the New England Patriots in the power rankings on NFL.com power rankings. Oh, you know what? It's probably true. That is absolutely correct. The oh. Dallas Cowboys are ranked <laughs> above wow. the New England Patriots despite ending the season six and ten, whereas the <laughs> the uh, Patriots ended at seven and nine. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at the twenty second spot, and the New England Patriots sitting at the twenty third spot. Also notable movers and shakers, since there's obviously no dinks or doinks because, well, it's the end of the season. Um, the Washington football team is now ranked in the 18th position behind the 8-9 and nine Chicago Bears. Notable teams that the Bears have ranked above despite having a worse record than them. The Las Vegas Raiders sitting at 8-8. Eight and eight. The Well, that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> but still, screw the Bears. And that is going to do it. Oh, also another no, another notable uh, landing spot here. Surprisingly high, but also probably correct. The Miami Dolphins. Can you guess what position that they're in? Wait, hold on. That's that was uh, my yearbook uh, quote, or the the or, or whatever. Surprisingly high, or no? Wait, what was it? That was it. Surprisingly high. No, it was like mostly <laughs> high, but but surprisingly correct or something. Sorry, go on. And coach, <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> I'm asking you what positions you thought you, you thought that the Dolphins were in. Uh, false. <laughs> All right. Well, the, the, uh, the Dolphins are ranked. They're they're ranked on on uh, at the position, and they're above the Niners, the Colts, the Chargers, the Cardinals, and the Bears. And that's it. All right. Woo. 
That's hilarious. Back up the coach around the booth for Pickums. 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 We're out of Pickums. The lock curse is strong and undeniable. Uh, yes. uh, the Pickham stats, it looks like uh, they they have tweeted the Pickham stats. So here's the Crendor mm -hmm. stats. Uh, most locks, Packers. Most discordant, 288 opposing picks. Non-believer, 68 picks against power rankings. So I'm just a rebel. You know, I'm going against mm -hmm. the norm. I have never picked the Packers to lose. The only non-win was a tie with the Lions. Vikings are the only team I have never locked or locked against. And the career pick'em record for every team is at least 50%. Bears are worse predicted at 23-23. Hey, you know what? At least I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I go all around picking everybody. Um, I'm 15-1 and one picking the Chiefs, although that's not too hard to pick. <laughs> no. uh, and uh, my record career-wise, 471, 303, and 8. 31-16 and 16 on locks. Now, to Sinvicta. He is yes, hello. the winner, 488, 289, and 5, 28 and 19 on locks, but 0 and 4 in the playoffs, but you know. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> the, that is the sacrifice that I'm willing to give to mm -hmm. harness the power of the coach, of <laughs> uh, the curse coach, and the yep. coach curse. Mm -hmm. Victor's the only one to ever lock against the Browns. He's 5 and 0 in doing so. He's 39 and 12. Uh, 39 12 run to close the season is the best three weeks performance in podcast history. <sighs> and the Eagles are the only team you have not locked or locked against. Apparently, I've, I've, well, I mean, of course, I would never pick the Jets, but I have picked the Bucks the most somehow. Yeah. Uh, and my best predicted uh, team was the Ravens. Also, shout out to Pixel Haven uh, for doing these incredible uh, end of the year oh, yeah. title I'll, uh, cards and so stuff. Good. I'll link all of them in the uh, description. Yeah. Um, then uh, Rob, his quote is, I watch sports for fun week one to two. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I yep. stand by that, by the way. Yeah, I, uh, I, don't, I don't know why. I don't know why that I watch the sports. It's in week one. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot my quote. Uh, week three, four. Mark my words. Mark it here. There is an iron graves. This is an iron gravestone quote. The Lions will finish ahead of the Bears by the end of the season. <laughs> week three and four yep so moving on from that uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait what was my quote uh yours was the you hate the buccaneers and the saints yeah, you hate the saints. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, again that doesn't sound like something <laughs> rob was 477 286 and 2 33 and 13 on locks one and three in the playoffs uh 42 percent <laughs> playoffs Rob accounts for 42% of all Jets picks, 100% of Jet locks, and 38% locks against. Yep. Yeah, I know. Uh, we, we have a tough relationship, me and the Jets. Yep. 42% of all Jets picks. It's a bit tricky. <laughs> you know, uh, by the way, I wanted to say that I was dominating the locks this year, uh, but then I threw it away in the last two weeks by locking the Jets, and that is You tried to power. use the curse, Rob. You don't have the power. You don't you know, have the power. I, just, uh, I, oh, I also appreciate that uh, it's the Jets' shitty logo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just says Rob in the background. <laughs> Rob, yeah, that's so good. Um, you only picked the fattest doing three of 16 times. All three were wins. Uh, oh, your best predicted team was the Chargers at twelve and three. Pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm good at picking rookie years for QBs or something. I guess so. I think I think the the Sinvicta Buccaneers flag probably works the best 
out of out of the four. But I will say that uh, that Bears the the Bear logo wearing the wearing the Patriots jersey is absolutely adorable. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, mine's got the Packer hat on. I like it. I do like the you, you, as well instead of the cigar. You do look <laughs> high as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Bear Taffy, 392, 258, and 3, 27, 12 on the locks. Uh, Chiefs, 13 and 2, is best team. Cardinals, most picked at 14. The playoff champion at 13 and 4. Uh, Bear's the only one with a better playoff record than the regular season. He's 60% regular, 68 <laughs> playoff. I mean, it's a he's a he's a Patriots fan. It's that literally true, the only yeah. football he's watched for twenty <laughs> years. Is playoffs football, so of course he's an expert. His quote is "Put him in hamster balls," which I don't even remember, but I guess it happened. <laughs> he was talking about about keeping players safe. Ah, okay, I agree. I still agree. I agree yeah. with his previous sentiment. We should have hamster ball football. That sounds hilarious. I agree. Replace the Pro, uh, pro Bowl with that. Mm-hmm. Um. Giants are the only team he hasn't locked or locked against. And when making picks via Twitter, he was 33 and 26. He was much more successful on the show at 63%. The other one was 56%. And imagine if you ha- if you, they get a penalty, there's like there's like half a gallon of water that's put in the hamster ball, so they don't so like they're incentivized <laughs> to not be penalized. It's like saw. Yeah, no, actually yeah. they should uh, they should also make it so that you know uh how the old Roman chariots used to have the blades on the side of the wheels? They should do that on the <laughs> Okay, the well it's no longer safe anymore, Rob. <laughs> well I mean we're trying to drown them in the other way. Hey you know what? Don't hold <laughs> um, well don't get stabbed I guess thanks for watching well, and listening everybody this it. year Woo! another great season code. Oh, we're yeah. going to do more we stuff too the other thing we should do we're, we're going to we're gonna do like uh, draft and oh yeah that was going to say the uh, free agency is March 17th so I imagine a little over a month from now we'll do a free agency show and then yeah. uh, the draft is the end of April, so we'll probably have like a pre-draft and then a live stream draft and a post-draft. That's usually what we do. So yeah. there will be and some we're gonna, uh, off-season content. We'll do some. Cool. We'll, we will eventually get a Patreon so we can actually like, you know, start Award paying people. other people who are <laughs> yeah. doing a bunch of free work, but also we need to make money because we also work and yep. this is yeah. work and... <laughs> Every, everything everything's work but it's not work because it's work. work yeah and currently all the money that comes from the youtube ads just goes straight back into paying for soundcloud and other shit yeah um, and i've got the black lung as you can tell and rob's and, got and black rob, lung he needs a doctor yeah, please rob. sir can i have some more hey think of the robs won't you please think of the robs <laughs> um, i gotta so, go yeah, so uh, thanks everybody yeah. All right. Watching and listening. Thanks, everybody. And thanks everybody. Thanks, we'll see you next. Well, we'll see you in like a month and a bit <laughs> for free agency. Yeah. And then Rob's got to, you know, analyze the quarterbacks for the draft. And uh, that's true. And it's going to yeah. be important again. It's going to be a big quarterback. Uh-huh. Get, yeah. Get ready for, for Rob's annual, uh, annual uh, report card for the yeah. surprisingly <laughs> accurate. Yeah, we should, uh, we should go back and look at your past analyses too and see how accurate they are yeah i think i was the most wrong about josh allen i think probably, probably. we'll see i think i was probably the most right about lamar jackson i was like that dude is probably going to be the best dude in the draft yeah and, uh and i mean maybe that wasn't right but <laughs> mvp yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah we'll look at all that everything coming up thank you for listening to this year's fun 
to your great stuff. And uh, thanks, everybody, for coming on the show. And uh, thanks, for everybody, listening to the show. And uh, we'll see you in a little while. Goodbye. All right, cut, 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 cut.